Christmas. Is it over for another year? Sometimes by the time people get done with all their decorating and, and the doing, it's like they want it to be over for another year. And in a sense, it is over for another year if we think of it as something that's reserved for a date on a calendar. Uh, but if Christmas is more than that to us, then it's never over, is it? Because th the spirit that Christmas stirs up within us can go with us and does go with us all the time. So if we think Christmas is over for another year, it's probably because we focused on the outer aspects of Christmas more than we have the inner aspects. So I want us to carry that spirit with us, uh, not just as a date on a calendar, but to continue with it. So second is inclusive, not exclusive. Um, if anyone feels <coughs> that they did not experience Christmas this year in a meaningful way a few days ago, um, the good news is it's not too late. Since Christmas is not a date on a calendar, but something more, then it's never too late to have uh, our experience of inclusiveness of love. Now, unity suggests that the idea behind Christmas is um, more than all of this, more than even being with our loved ones and so on. As important as all of that is, we still uh, want to be able to, in our spiritual maturity, to experience um, a connection with our inner being, the inner Christ, if we want to use those terms, um, anytime and anywhere. Now, change is always challenging for us. And I, I think Christmas in particular brings up these, this awareness of change feelings of loss. And in this three-dimensional experience, change is a given. It's going to happen. So the people that we were with or we had in our life for some reason or another, whether they moved to another city, another country, or into non-physical, um, are not always with us, are they? And so in our spiritual maturity, we want to be able to connect with that the deeper element of Christmas, connecting with the Christ within us. And when we do, we're connecting with our power and our strength to meet changes and to meet the, the things that go on. Okay, next. Um, it is a fact that we're, we're probably going to stop using the number, current period of time that we're within this uh, physical dimension. But always it is a challenge to tell when uh, a past moment ends and a new moment begins, right? Life is, and, and I encourage you to think about it in this way, it's up in, in our own thoughts and feelings about uh, life in general, and that can include Christmas or anything else, is we think it's like steps. And if we're going through grieving, for example, and that can be for physical loss or any other 
uh, change that takes place in our life. There are steps that we go through, but they're not like stair steps. They're, it's like a spiral, and we can't always tell when we're moving from one um, aspect of that change within us to another. In a sense, the past is never gone, nor would we want it to be, because it has made us who we are. It's, it's brought us to this moment, and it becomes a mix, into the mix of the now, the, and it colors our perception, of course, the past, past experiences do. But hopefully, we are learning to take what what we could learn in that experience and if there are things that we just haven't realized that there's anything to learn within we just put them in a folder marked experience and maybe at some point we'll come back to that and realize that there's something in it that's important for us to uh, remember and, and incorporate in the now next one uh, every moment is a now moment Regardless of what your watch says, or your cell phone, or however you keep track of time, every moment is a now moment, you know? So there really isn't, you can't live in the past. You can't live in the future. We're always in a now moment. And so regardless of what time zone we're in, or if there's daylight saving or whatever, it's always now, isn't it? Or whether... Uh, what seems like we're experiencing a previous moment, like I've been at this moment before, I'm, I feel like I'm at it again. We're never at it again. We're never at the same moment or the very same experience, and we all realize that. But now is the only moment. Okay, next one. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Um, I think it's a given that every one of us has something in our life that with our wonderful 2020 hindsight, we can look at and we can sort of say, I could have done that differently. I could have said that differently. I could have approached that in a different way. Or even might, we might say, uh, I should have, you know, as if that moment we had all the knowledge we have now. We we didn't have the knowledge we have now. That's the thing. We're always doing the best we know at any given moment. Now, that's hard sometimes when we're looking at somebody else and what they've done or said, and we say, of course they knew, knew better. No, we're always expressing from our awareness. And if we don't have the awareness, then we can't fault ourselves for uh, whatever it was that was in the past moment. The more we have some regret or some guilt involved with a past moment is um, what is actually going to color our now moment. So that's like the template we're using for this moment. So sometimes people say, I wish I could just forgive and forget. Whether they're talking about themselves or, or something else, someone else. Um, but what I've come to realize, even though forgiveness is a wonderful thing and we should practice it, you know, momently, you know, and if, and if we do practice it moment by moment, we don't carry the, the baggage of it with us. But 
so the forgiveness aspect of that is great but the forgetting aspect of that is something else because we don't want to totally forget because if we totally forget we'll do the same thing again it's sort of like the example of someone being a non-smoker coming to the point where they let go of the the nicotine habit um, if they totally forgot that they had been a smoker well they'd start again because they wouldn't realize what had brought them to the point that they wanted to release that that addiction or that habit so memory is not a bad thing it's just put it in putting it in perspective um, I'm sure many of you are familiar with what's called autobiography in five chapters it's from the Tibetan book of living and dying hole in the sidewalk I fall in I'm lost I'm hopeless it isn't my fault it takes forever to find a way out the second chapter I walk down the same street there's a deep hole in the sidewalk I pretend I don't see it I fall in again I can't believe I'm in the same place but it isn't my fault it still takes a long time to get out third chapter I walk down the same street there's a deep hole in the sidewalk I see it's there I still fall in it's a habit my eyes are open I know where I am it is my fault I'd use the word responsibility there I get out immediately the fourth chapter I walk down the same street there's a deep hole in the sidewalk I walk around it fifth chapter I walk down another street <laughs> and so that's it we don't want to totally forget what happened on that street or what happened in that other moment we just want to be able to put it in some perspective learn from it and grow from it next one the best time of our lives um, when is the best time of our lives you know I hear people say things like the best time of my life has been and gone it's certainly not now but it it was in another moment and sometimes we think in terms of the best times of our lives as being times that are reserved only for places we've lived or uh, people we've had in our life or uh, places we've traveled particular jobs we've had or a particular age that we are I think it's possible that the feeling that the best is in the past the best is has already come and gone as it were my sense is that uh, comes more from 2020 hindsight and than anything else it's it's like we look back and we realize we didn't appreciate the moment and so then we think it's the best moment and so um, it's experiencing the best best moment now that we want to uh, seek in our understanding a recent article in the Huffington Post uh, written by someone by the name of Matt Richardson I thought it said it so well 
He said, we spend all our lives hankering after another age, another occupation, location, set of circumstances. At first, we look forward toward possibility and freedom, and then backwards toward opportunities mishandled. Only in those rare blissful instances where we are totally present and grateful, when everything comes, to, comes perfectly together, do we acknowledge that now is the best time of our lives. We remember that it is always now. What if at every station, during every season, we were completely present, completely gratified? What if we were able to believe it when our elders told us, this is the best time of your life, kid? And we were told this, as he said, we at various ages, 13, 25, 30, 856 or you know whatever other number but what if we accepted what other people told us this is the best time of your life kid and we really believed it and we're totally present and totally grateful for the moment you see the more we can do that we're, the more we're in the present and we're also in the presence when we're doing this we find where we are is holy ground. Where we are is the best opportunity. Did you know, and I'm sure you've thought of this already, but everything in your life has been preparing you for this moment. This moment. And if we can really understand that um, and get it that now is the moment, we're going to be able to experience life more fully. We're going to see the opportunities uh, that are before us. The next one, commit that to memory. The best time is being totally present and grateful right now. Okay, next one. Here's a thousand it is because every day is a new beginning, isn't it? We're always just a thought away from experiencing peace. We're always just a thought away from experiencing joy, experiencing the fullness of life, just a thought away. And so if we can remember this as we begin a new year or any new moment for that matter, we'll be practicing remembering that this is a holy moment, whatever that moment is, because it's the moment for us to experience the presence right where we are date on a calendar um, and whether we experience life more fully in this coming year uh, than we did in the, any previous year is up to us but we it is possible for us to experience it more fully more joyously um, more deeply in a spiritual sense than where than we ever have it's possible how do we do that? By being fully present in every moment. That's how it's possible. It's that easy and that challenging. It's kind of like the good news and bad news, as it were. Right here and right now is the only moment there is for us. And when we can see it as a new opportunity, then, of course, it is ours <coughs> for you. We'll start planting the seeds for it. Not just on New Year's Eve. Start now. Start thinking about it. Uh, not what do you want to do as much, 
but what do you want to be? What do you want life to be for you in these coming moments? Because right here and right now is the only moment there is, but if we aren't seeing it as fresh and an opportunity to make a different choice, then of course it will be a repeat of the past. I want to leave you with a reminder that the same power that is and was in Jesus is in you and is in me. So whatever it is you're moving through, you have the power within you to move through it successfully and completely uh, experience the joy of the moment. God bless you and God bless your new year.